What's up, everybody? This is Sean with Morning Lifter. Thanks again for tuning in. I have uh, another special guest. This is, I guess you could call it part two of the Garage Built Athlete interview with uh, Will West. He is the, I guess you could say, the, the driving force behind at least the stories of your Instagram account and uh, probably the face as well, I would say. I think your brother's more on the back end of things, but you're definitely on the forefront uh, and uh, model connoisseur, I believe, too, right? Of all of the <laughs> all of the gear that you have, you guys. Ever, since I talked to your brother, I mean, you guys have really been exploding. Yeah, you know, uh, I, 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 I guess I was just going to say, you know, the uh, where's the growth coming from? You know, is it just more people seeing your your page? Is it is it a gear? Is it the combination? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's really Matt. So Matt does, um, all pretty much all of the engagement. Um, so whilst, yeah, I might, I might appear more often on the feed, um, and I do all of the, the merchandise stuff. So I, I take the orders, I talk to the customers, uh, you know, I check it, I pack it, it goes, goes all through the garage that I'm in now. Um, he is there, you know, every day, three, four times a day going out to find um, people who train in garage, you know, the street parking guys, um, you know, the, the garage gym community, those sorts of hashtags. And <clears throat> what he likes to do and what he finds is the best way um, of, of going about engaging with people is, is actually doing some genuine comments on their posts. So things that drive me nuts at the minute is every time I put a post up, I'll have some men's trends thing saying, wow, DM for collab. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh God, yeah. it's, like, it's just like horrendous. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like on every single post that we want to interact with or all the people that we see and we think, oh man, this is so cool. You know, they've got a cool dog or, or they've got a really cool t-shirt on or, they, or they're, they're, they actual, their caption really resonates with us. There's some, you know, bot on there with a couple of fire emojis and a dm for collab and it just drives us nuts so what we do is we see the stuff you know with, with your posts especially i think what caught matt's eye was the filter that you, you use because um, yeah. it just really gives um that grit to your posts and he, and he absolutely loved it um, and i think he must have probably commented about how how, how cool the shots yeah. were and things like that so you know people like that and we like to show that we're genuinely interested and we genuinely want to know, oh, how long did that workout take? Or how did those squats feel? You know, that, that's what we want to do. Um, so then we start up a conversation with people. Uh, they start to follow us. Um, and then the interaction goes from there. So they'll comment on our bits. We'll comment on their bits. And, and we just like to keep in touch with people, really. But he does that pretty consistently every single day, um, three, four times a day. And that's, yeah. that's uh, how we're finding people. People aren't necessarily finding us so much. He's, he's going out and getting them. Right. I, I remember when, um, when I had started receiving a few posts from, from you all. And uh, it was, I mean, I, that was the one thing that really stood out was the authenticity of it. And uh, you could tell like there was, there was real, uh, I guess, care and, and, yeah. uh, interest in what was going on you know it wasn't just as you said the bot fire emoji dm us dm us for your for a promotion we got 125,000 followers you know yeah the, uh, get 40 likes yeah, in <laughs> yeah right <laughs> well right so that's kind of what uh, i started you know checking you guys out too that's ultimately what led you know to this so mm -hmm. uh but i've been i've been quietly following your progress and and uh how fast you guys have been growing and so it's really a neat thing to see uh especially with 
um, the merchandise you guys are, uh, are, are tuning out uh, or, or putting out. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing too is the, not only the engagement, but I, I think what I like the most is something that your brother had mentioned was the community. You know, mm -hmm. he, he had mentioned that you guys are trying to build a community. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, I think um, one thing for me, uh, one thing that I would would love to have in my garage gym is loads of people to train with because uh, I just find that I, I can come in and I can do my thing and I can, you know, get it done three, four, five times a week. But where Instagram steps in is that you, you can um, interact with people about their training. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> I also train at a, a CrossFit box and, and the friends that I've made there you know, I really value. So I like to go and train and compete uh, in CrossFit as well. So what the whole sort of angle of building a community was about was that showing people that actually there are people just like you that are, you know, nine to five, you know, they've got full-time jobs, they've got family, they've got responsibilities, they've got bills to pay, and they are still getting the work in, mm -hmm. in the garage gym and, and just crushing it every single day and just grinding at it. And I think sometimes that um, when you know that there's other people out there and you can see them and you can interact with them and you can say, Hey, good job. It, it, it starts to feel like you're part of something. And that's really what we wanted the garage built athlete to be is that you, you feel like you're part of the crew. So we always, you know, say, Oh, there's, you know, GBA crew member or there's yeah. a garage built athletes over here because they are part of it for us, whether it's they've bought a t-shirt or they've tagged us in a post uh, or they've used the hashtag, you know, that's, that's all, that's all part of the community that we're trying to build. And um, we really like to, to put posts out there ask questions so that people can answer them as well and get involved like i don't know if you saw the one i did recently about the assault bike i just spent I an hour on it um yesterday i just jumped on it for an hour and, and put a post up so you know just name a song that that's just describes the air bike and and we get so many people comment in and it's it's just a lot of fun we're trying to have with people and, yeah. and make it genuine make it with a bit of humor you know we don't take ourselves too seriously I think people like that. I think it, it really uh, resonates with people. They, they see themselves in what we do. Yeah. It, it, I almost would describe it. It seems like it's, it's, it would be like a virtual gym almost the way your yeah. page feels. It's almost like if you were to walk in uh, like for us here, it'd almost be like walking in the locker room at a YMCA or something, you know, where there's a bunch of people, you know, and you all just kind of, sit around and talk before a lifting yeah. session and just, yeah. just kind of shoot the shit a little bit. Yeah. And that's like, that's kind of the, uh, uh, the attitude that I sense from, from your page. And it's all, like you said, it's very lighthearted and um, very, very supportive. And that's something that is really good. And there's, it's no wonder that you guys are getting the traction that you're getting, yeah. but I, it also seems like you guys are pretty diverse too, in terms of it's not just CrossFit. It's not mm -hmm. just, you know, uh, powerlifting, for example, you know, what else are you guys, um, expanding out to? I know I had seen some, uh, it was either BMX or motocross. Is that right? Yeah. So Matt's, uh, Matt's a big fan of anything with wheels, anything speed related. Uh, he likes to throw himself off of mountains and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, any, any, um, enduro, he, he's into mountain biking, motocross, um, snowboarding, you know, he's kind of the extreme sports, kind of guy so he he likes that uh, i live my the county that i live so like the state in america the county that i live 
uh, it's just completely flat. So <laughs> you, can't, you can't do any of that stuff around here. I've got a mountain bike. Um, it's, a, it's a cross country um, bike. So uh, it, it's pretty fast on, on roads and things like that. But um, yeah, he, he's, he kind of wants to bring that side of things in. Um, and, I, you know, what we tend to work on our, our model is just, just to go ahead and do it. If you want to go and do something, just, just go ahead and, and take that first step right. and do it. So, you know, we've got some prototype tees uh, that he's just had built. He's designed a logo. He wants it to be inclusive enough that, um, you know, even if you don't train powerlifting or you don't train CrossFit, but you want to train for something, like you, you will get something out of the page. Um, so, you know, a lot of the training that he does helps him for the sports that he does you know he wants to be strong because it can help him hold on to a motocross bike right. um, you know he wants to have uh, power in his legs because that will help him on a snowboard you know all those kind of things um help him do the stuff that he enjoys uh, whereas me i'm slightly different um i kind of just do it because of it now feels like i've always done it um and and i think is it mark bell who said nobody ever regretted getting strong so it just feels like a good thing to do with my time yeah. <laughs> to, to spend getting strong. I would agree uh, that that's, that's something that I've kind of adapted as I've gotten older too. It's, it's uh, it, what else do you have to do? Like in your free time, well, might as well work out, I guess. So yeah. it, it's, it beats sitting on the couch wasting away. So at least you're feeling productive. That was one of the things that I always enjoyed about weightlifting and especially doing it in the morning, I think that's one of the reasons why I ended up starting the starting the page is because Jocko Willing talks about this too a little bit. You know, when you work out, at least for me in the morning, you start your day with an accomplishment. So mm -hmm. when you when you start off the day with an accomplishment that early in the day, it can lead it can snowball and lead to more. So yeah. and I think at least for me that was a that was a good starting point. Um, for for you though when like i mean you're a busy guy right so you're you have a wife and a family mm -hmm. and where do you where do you where are you finding the time to not only work out but finding the time to fit in all of the the business side of of the gba yeah i think um I don't know how successful I am at it. <laughs> yeah, it's all a struggle for all of us too. Yeah, so, something always has to has to be sacrificed, and um, I think I I quite enjoy training for myself, and I find it helps with you know um, just well being and, and mental health and things like that. So I, I if I'm starting to feel maybe stressed or anxious, then I feel like actually if if I just burn a load of calories, if I can just do a, a, a session that will then level me out to be able to be um, a better, you know, husband or a better father, because I'll, I, I won't have that stress level there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I struggle with things like, uh, like noise. If it's too noisy, I can't concentrate and, and all these kind of things go on. And, and, and when you're in a, in a house with a, a five-year-old and a seven-year-old, it, it's constantly noisy. You know, there's TVs going, there's songs and there's games and everything's kicking off. So, I, I almost like escape to the garage to, to get my training done and then have that time for myself. It is, it is selfish time. And then that then allows me to go back in and, and spend more quality time rather than, you know, maybe getting irritated and, and, and not dealing with things so well. But at the minute, 
I think um, lockdown has just given us uh, a huge opportunity here. Um, I, I know it's, it's affected so many people in so many different yeah. ways, but I was, I was traveling for work, um, just commuting between two and three hours every day. Wow. So, um, I'd have then on top of that, you know, an eight hour work day. Uh, and then I'd get home, spend an hour or so with, with the kids and then try and do some training as well. And then it would be lights out, bedtime, do it all over again. Now, since um, obviously coronavirus came in, we're doing things like this all the time. I'm quite used to, you know, video meetings. Yeah. I'll, I'll start work at maybe half six, seven o'clock in the morning, work all the way through, finish it um, just before school time. I can go and collect my kids, spend a couple of hours with them get some sessions at uh, CrossFit gym, do, do some training at home, still have some time in the evening. So it's really opened things up for me, uh, especially uh, these last, you know, six, seven months. It's been, been a bit of a blessing in disguise for, for the work-life balance at least. Yeah, that, I, that was something that uh, your brother and I discussed too. I mean, it, it has, for some people, it's been a disadvantage, but for a lot of people, uh, if, if you found a way to, to work it out correctly. I mean, there's been, it, it's been a blessing in disguise for a lot of people, especially mm -hmm. now that so many people have been forced into the video conferencing world. People are finding out, Hmm, I can actually work at home and be just as productive. Yeah. If and, more. and they're finding out like you, for example, you gained two to three hours from mm -hmm. that commute. So now you've gotten so much more time and, that gives you the opportunity to not only do things for yourself, but it's good for your own mental health too. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, at the minute, my, my, my wife is fantastic because she, uh, supports the, the trainer. She, you know, she, she even calls the garage, the gym. So you know, we're finally pushed <laughs> well, through that's a barrier. Good. I mean, you've gotten, you've gotten a train then. It's yeah, that's it, we're, getting, we're getting a shed so we can move some of the stuff out of the bag. It's fantastic. But, um, you know, always at the back of my mind is that whilst I'm in here, I'm not spending time with my family. Um, and I, and I try and get them in. I really love it. My kids will come in here and they'll want to do training. They'll obviously come in at the, the worst time, you know, when I'm in a, a top set squat and they <laughs> yeah. want to come and sit, sit in the squat rack and it, it's pretty hairy, but um, yeah, we do, we do little bits and pieces, you know, we do some, some workouts and stuff in here together. I, we've got a green outside the front. We'll go and have a little run around the green and, and that's where I, I think the, the beauty of having a, a gym at home can, can really be seen is that you can just invite these people in to share in the thing that you really love doing without having to go through a health and safety assessment or be over the age of 18 or pay yeah. a monthly subscription, you know, they can just come in and if they want to train, cool. If they want to cheer you on, amazing. And um, just don't throw chalk everywhere. Cause I've already yeah. done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The chalk can be messy. Yeah. My daughter, she's straight, straight in for the chalk. doesn't matter what she's doing. You know, she pick up a half a kilo dumbbell. She's like, can I have some chalk? I was like, go on then. <laughs> She loves it. Well, at least she's understanding what it's used for then, right? Yeah, that's right she's yeah. not coloring the dumbbell though, right? I no, mean, no, no, no. <laughs> that's good. Now, so you mentioned that you're, you also go to uh, a CrossFit gym and would you say that, I mean, is CrossFit your, your main program of choice? Um, my, it, I, I've got a really fine balance between the powerlifting stuff and the CrossFit stuff. So I was primarily a powerlifting. Um, I've been training in at home since my son was born. So he's seven. 
And um, I found that doing powerlifting stuff and, and trying to do a little bit of Olympic lifting was just a good way to get in a, a relatively high amount of work in a short period of time. You, know, you, can, you can do a full squat session in you know, sort of 40, 50 minutes. If you, mm-hmm. if you don't hang around, you can get in a really good workout and you need minimal equipment. Um, but I've always been interested in CrossFit. Uh, I, I started doing bits and pieces probably about, 11 12 years ago when i used to go to a gym in my lunch break and i used to get the workout of the day sent through by email to my phone and, and i try and like set up some of the equipment to try and do something um similar to what the workout of the day was and i just found that a really interesting way of training and as it as it grew um i sort of came away from it a bit i wasn't too fussed about the uh, fitness side of things. I just wanted to get a bit stronger, um, which in powerlifting world means just you can just eat whatever and, and just you know be fat and strong, which is, which is quite fun. Um, and uh, and yeah, so I didn't I didn't really touch it for quite a long time. I just focused on the the squat, the bench, and the deadlift. I had a little go at some local competitions and was you know very below average. Uh, and um, I can't really remember what started me going to the CrossFit gym but I remember I couldn't go for a time because I injured myself uh, pulling a a deadlift and I I really messed up like my piriformis I I did it uh, twice in the same year and from then I just changed up the style of training that I was doing so I was always doing 5-3-1 Jim Wendler yeah always just pushing the heavier, 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 reset your cycle, go again, heavier, heavier, heavier. Always trying to push the AMRAP, you know, just, just really grinding stuff out. And my body was just battered. And I had to change cars because I was really uncomfortable in the car I was in and I had burning pain in my hips. It was awful. You know, looking back, I realized how silly it was. Um, But I changed up the the style of training because I got injured and I started doing some juggernaut um, hypertrophy work the chad wesley smith and juggernaut training system and i found that was just horrendous uh you know i don't know if you've ever done you know ridiculous volume of front squats and then had to do barbell lunges in the same session i used to call it the sickener it just i used to dread it every monday it was awful um and after a while of doing that i found that my fitness was getting a bit more uh and I had got rid of the pain, the piriformis, all that kind of stuff was, was cleared up. It was, it was gone. And I, I think they were doing some free sessions down at the CrossFit box near me. So I just signed up and just went for it. Cause I've always wanted to try it. And, um, and yeah, so I just went from there and just really fell in love with it. And um, having done all the powerlifting translates over so well to, to the CrossFit stuff. I, I thought I'd go in there and be like one of the stronger people there uh, because I'd done a lot of barbell work and man, was I wrong? They are strong. <laughs> they are so strong. I was like, man, I'm going to suck at CrossFit as well as powerlifting. So, yeah. yeah. Well, if you're going to suck at one thing, why not suck at two, right? Yeah, I just mean, be, just, just be crap at everything. You can, yeah, you can excel at being really shitty. So, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's an okay thing. That's all right. Cause there's, I mean, I'm, there's some things too, like I'm terrible at, like lunges, just the thought of lunges um, makes, yeah. makes my knees hurt. Uh, but you know, I think that's, that's, you, you bring up an interesting point too, because I think, especially with the injury, you know, I'm no spring chicken anymore. And as you get older, I think it's important to recognize what you can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but keeping keeping your body strong, man, that's so that's just important in and of itself. But yeah. recognizing, you know, to you know, not do lunges because it's it's going to be detrimental to your mm-hmm. knee. Just mm-hmm. so you know, but some people might do it for the gram, you know, yeah. just it's just yeah. so they could post it. But at the end of the day, they end up being in more pain. So mm-hmm. I, I there's I think there's a fine line too between that. But, you know, understanding and, and recognizing your body is so important. And that's one reason that I picked up the Mars bar was because I don't, I can't do back squats anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, I wanted to, but I couldn't. Um, I've got a, I've got a blown shoulder and I, I just can't reach the bar. Now I can do a, a Buffalo bar, but a mm-hmm. straight bar. I haven't touched a straight bar in years for, for a traditional back squat. So that's been something, you know, that has been, um, I guess, relieving, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to get to that point where you can recognize something. Yeah. So it, that, that tends to, that wisdom, I suppose you might call it tends to, um, the, as well it tends to go away sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah I, I get a little froggy sometimes with some things and then my body checks me yeah. uh, the next day and so when that cycle comes back around i, I recognize eh, i probably shouldn't do that again yeah yeah so it's, it's nice you're in check though every now and again it's like this um i don't really i don't i don't drink uh anymore i used to used to enjoy a drink and now maybe at christmas maybe a barbecue i might have a beer but um, it, it took it took until I, I had a hangover and I had to get up early and look after my kids that I um, couldn't bend down to open their sock drawer without wanting to be sick. And that was just, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. You know, I've been hungover before. I've sure. had plenty of hangovers, but never to that degree. And now when, you know, I'll get invited out and I'm just like, no, I'm not drinking. I just, yeah. can't, I just can't face that, that sort of torment. Yeah, it, it is, man. It's, 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 uh, it's fun while you're doing it, but then your, your body really yeah. kicks your ass when, yeah. when everything's all said and done. So, yeah, I recently, um, I did, I, I sort of, I, when I was talking about the, the powerlifting and the, and the CrossFit being the balance, I'll, I'll always, I'll always want to hit my numbers, uh, in, on the squat, the deadlift and the bench in my five, three, one program I'll, I'll always that'll be my priority for the week and then whatever um workouts that are happening you know I'll, I'll do them but i'm not too fussed how fast i go or how heavy i go that's sort of just for conditioning and i did a i had a week off work um and i think i was doing it was like the heaviest week in powerlifting and i wanted to go to crossfit like every single day that week and just see see how my recovery was because i'm 37 now um, and I've started in my last, this year, I've started doing mobility work. <laughs> Why not? Um, and I was finding that actually I could recover a lot quicker. Whereas before, uh, before I was doing the mobility, before I was using the massage guns and things, it was, you know, it was really kicking my, kicking my butt. Yeah. But I, um, I was doing in a heavy week and I'd done, I think five CrossFit sessions and they did a Sunday special where they did this workout called the Batman. And oh my God, it was just, it was so rough. It was so bad. It was, um, I can't even remember what it was. It was like 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, um, box jumps, wall balls, kettlebell swings in a weight vest, uh, with running and then deadlifts at the end. And it, wow. it, it just ruined me for <laughs> two weeks 
at least two weeks out. I can really? Still yeah, I can still feel it. But that was, that was one of those things where I was like, I almost got too confident because I was like, our oh, training's going really well. I'm hitting my numbers in the, in the, in the garage. I'm smashing these sessions out. Yeah. Why not? I'll, I'll go for this mental workout. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and there was another one, uh, recently there, there was the option of doing it in a, in this other workout in a weight vest. And I picked my weight vest up and I took it to the box to, to do it. Cause I'm trying to push myself, uh, in the CrossFit stuff and I brought it in and I put it down. And I just, I just knew if I put that weight vest on, I'm just going to be absolutely battered for another, another week. So I didn't, I just left it there. So <laughs> that was the, the hangover story all over again. Really. Yeah. I, I knew how bad I'd feel after doing it. I knew it would feel bad doing it as well, but I sort of that little bit of me just picked it up and, and took it there anyway. <laughs> yeah. What would you say is the difference between trying to do CrossFit at your house versus uh, the box is it just uh, the other people around you is it the motivation you know can you get yourself motivated to really push yourself to that next level at home versus at the box um the the box closed for three or four months and uh they lent out all their gear which was which was really good so i already had quite a bit of stuff so i think i grabbed like a plyo box and a wall ball um and I programmed myself some really, really horrible stuff. Uh, I, before, before the, the lockdown, I was sort of wanting to compete in scaled categories. So it's, it's lighter weights, it's less complex movements, but I started to progress towards the, the RX version. So the recommended, um, it's basically like the, what you should be doing, um, if you're going to do a competition. And I found that actually training at home, I, it hurt more. It would take me longer. And I would very quickly get to the place in my head where I was like, why the bloody hell am I doing this? I need to quit. And that's every time I get into a workout, that's where my head goes. I'm like, you yeah. should be stopping. You can't do this. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but the workouts that I was programming for myself were, you know, just, just worse than anything that we'd been doing in the box. I think I wanted to really test myself and push myself to get to the next level where I wanted to go to the RX versions of workouts. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it, it is completely different when you're doing that on your own. Um, if you haven't got the music pumping, if you haven't got the person that you're chasing or the person that's chasing you or just somebody to give you like, Oh, go on, you can, you can do it. Keep going. You know, you've got this, that really does help. And that really does push you. But also I find when I am training on my own, cause I'm, I'm used to it. I know, I know I can keep going. It's that having that discipline and that, um, self talk really benefited me when I then went back to the CrossFit box. Cause I, you know, I can do it on my driveway. So I know I can do it in this really nice facility. The, the key difference that I didn't have at home was, um, the, the pull up bar you can see behind me, uh, the, there's that much room between the bar and, and the ceiling. So if I do a pull up on it, I can touch the ceiling with my head. So uh, with, with CrossFit, you do stuff where you like a bar muscle up, you'd go up and push up over the bar. Right. So I can't do that kind of thing. Um, it's not high enough for me to do a lot of the gymnastics stuff on. Uh, but I did at one point, I just, just dragged the whole thing out onto the front lawn and, and did bar muscle ups and, and things out there just to get some practice in. So- Bet your neighbors love that. Oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't say anything. They're fine. I um, I nobody was willing to join you though, huh? Yeah, no, no, not so much. But um, but yeah, you know, uh, I think I don't know what they think. Nobody's ever really come and, and said anything to me when I'm like out there for forty-five minutes, you know, barking like a seal and, and trying to do burpee box jump overs and throwing dumbbells around. You know, I think they just keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> What would you say, because uh, you talked about discipline, you know, what, what's your motivating force to, to continue with the consistency to do those hard workouts? Where are you getting that from? Um, I think it, it, in part, it's that it, it's part of what I do every week now anyway. So it's just, that's what I do because I've done it for so long. So I'll, I'll, I will train three to four times a week that's four times a week now in the garage and um i also really want to get my money's worth out of my <laughs> crossfit membership so i'll be like well the more i go the the cheaper it costs me per session because uh, you know I'm, I'm paid up for the year so i'm getting okay. my money's worth um but the motivating factor at the minute is i um i wanted to come back to the gym in better shape than i left it so I really worked hard on, you know, I'll say so a key difference between being in a scaled category and being in a, an RX category for like CrossFit competitions is a scaled, you would use 15 kilo dumbbells for workouts and an RX you'd use 22 and a half kilo dumbbells. So I borrowed the 22 and a half. So I made myself do that, um, that way. I, I bought myself some 22 and a half kilo dumbbells as well, because I, I just thought, well, I need to make the most of this situation. I've got the time to train. I've got the equipment to train. Um, and I want to get back there being stronger and faster than when I left just to prove that you can do it. Like you don't need to have a CrossFit gym. Um, you don't need to have all the equipment. You don't need to have the latest, you know, stuff and, and somebody programming all your workouts for you to get better um, in, in your own sort of space. Uh, and that was a big motivating factor for me. Um, but I always have in the, in my, um, in my training, there's always progressive overload anyway. So just doing that extra rep, doing that extra weight, doing that, um, you know, extra rounds, there's, there's always something that's, that's going to be pushing me forwards. I think that's the, one of the, the good things about powerlifting and the, the bad things is you, you never get to where you want to be the, you can, you're always chasing something heavier. I don't yeah. think there's ever going to be a point where you just stop and go, well, this is, this is a cool way. So I'm just going to do this for five sets of five for the rest of my life. It's like, no, oh, no, let's, let's add some more on. Right. Um, and that's probably what got me injured in the first place. <laughs> well, that's uh, the, the interesting thing is um, you make a good point there, especially with powerlifting. There's always something more to chase. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's, for me, um, it took a couple of years before I kind of really got into it. I've always, I've told people that uh, I'm not a power lifter, but I enjoy power lifting. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I walk that fine line between being grotesquely fat and strong. Yeah. And so, you know, that's like, that's one of the ultimate fears that I have for why I continue to lift the way I do is. Uh, because I have fat kid tendencies and yeah. uh, I don't want to go back to 320 pounds, but yeah. you know, being strong will also mean you're going to add weight. And so the scale isn't always the best at telling the truth. So mm -hmm. the, the, the truth lies somewhere in between. Um, when I look at, um, 
when I look at your stuff, I, I, I think it's like more like power building maybe because you do so yeah. much accessory stuff and you're so creative with, you know, how you use your rack and, and you build your own equipment and all that kind of thing. There's, there's so much more than just, or, you know, you look at my personal fees, the, the garage built will one is just squat bench deadlift, squat bench deadlift. Yeah. It's just, but that's, that's what I do. Um, and it sort of echoes over the years where well, you can see how long I've been doing it for and that I'm always doing that because that's just what I do. Whereas I can see your stuff, you're doing all sorts of different stuff with your, um, the arms on your rack and, and all that kind of stuff. It's so cool to see like how creative you can be. Um, it, it is because that's, that's something for me. Um, I don't have the space, like I'm almost out of room mm. and, so what my my thought was how can i how can i implement machine work yeah and in the least amount of space and so i've been able to just slowly but surely come up with a few more ideas here there on how mm -hmm. to utilize it um you know i built uh, like i've got the reverse hyper that i built i have a seal row bench that i built so there are some things that don't work as well i want to get an isolateral row machine but those are incredibly expensive but also yeah. it's the uh, uh uh holy grail i guess if you will back back row machines but okay. um it, it's it's been good though I, I the accessory piece for me has, has been really important because like even a, a bench press uh i really won't bench heavy anymore without using um like the slingshot mm -hmm. because my shoulder literally it just can't handle the weight yeah, you know, uh, but my other shoulder can, <clears throat> but my my injured shoulder just can't handle the weight anymore. So mm -hmm. I've I've got to find, I've got to find ways to be inventive and and um, so I've I've found a lot of other accessory work that doesn't pressure my shoulder the way a standard bench press does. Same yeah. thing like with the Mars bar and the squats, you know, I've I've found other ways to get comparable work in without mm -hmm. the without the pain. So that's what college football will do to you, I suppose. But yeah, um, it, I don't know. It's, it's been fun though, nonetheless, especially mm -hmm. with the amount of space that I've been able to save. So it, okay. it's one that it's one thing that if you can, if you can find ways to add value without adding space, mm -hmm. you can really, you can really add some, uh, some really good, uh, exercises and yeah. like the the one thing for me uh, was the the reverse hyper that one exploded my deadlift because i had never i'd never done one before right um and so once i built that my deadlift went up geez almost 100 pounds in oh, wow. a span of six months i think just yeah. having that lower back strength that yeah. i wasn't able to replicate anywhere else so yeah. that's been a, that's been a big advantage but um you had mentioned too about listening to music. What is your, what's your go-to? Uh, it's normally ACDC. Okay. I can see you being an ACDC guy for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. I, um, I stick on, you know, shoot to thrill or hell's bells and that's just a good, good hype song to, to get going. But I, I like all sorts of music. You know, I, I like hip hop. I listen to dance music and, you know, all, all sorts of stuff, you know, um, but yeah, the minute just ACDC has just just got it for me. But the annoying thing is that anytime you post anything on Instagram with ACDC on there, they're all over you. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you can't post that shit. And I'm like, oh, man, go back and do the comments again and the yeah. caption and, and mute it. But yeah, that's that's a good one for me. It, I think um, I, I 
music really affects how I, how I work out. I, I can do it in silence or I can just do it listening to a podcast or something, but actually to get, to get amped up and in the right zone to, to really, um, you know, do a big heavy set or, you know, do a, a, an AMRAP workout or something. The music's got to be right. When I train um, and do a CrossFit workout or something, if the music stops and all you can hear is your own heart beating in your head, it's horrible. Yeah absolutely horrible so yeah i i really do do like to get the tunes especially um yeah any, anything acdc is pretty good for you know getting on the rower uh doing air bike anything like that it's just just really good for me at the minute i, I really like those guys and um, yeah i started trying to get into a bit of country as well but luke cones but, um, really you need to get to get into the you should venture into the older stuff yeah george Strait. george Strait. you gotta listen to king man <laughs> okay i'm writing him down george Strait. george Strait yeah that's... i'm always open to new music suggestions and i, and I try I try a few and they they don't always cut it you know. his uh that's probably not one you want to work out to i would okay. say uh <laughs> that's that's one more of you're going to sit around a fire and drink a few beers too okay, cool, yeah. uh, but uh you might be inclined to get a cowboy hat after that i don't oh, I don't, nice. I don't know so yeah uh, <laughs> and a pickup truck maybe i'm after a pickup truck anyway i don't i wouldn't use one i don't need one i just really yeah. want one <laughs> well there you go see now Pick a truck and George Strait in a cowboy hat. Don't oh, forget yeah. the boots. You'll need the boots. Okay. Yeah, you'll need the boots, without I, I, a doubt. I never really wanted a pair of cowboy boots when I was like 2021, 20, and I'm so glad I never got them because, man, I would have got bullied. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been bad. <laughs> I lived in Texas uh, for about, I don't know, six or eight months, and uh, that that place is a game changer, man. Uh, yeah. you, you ever come to the States, you've got to go see Texas. Yeah. Um, it's legitimate when they say everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, yeah. They, that, that is a true statement without a doubt. It's a true statement, but it'll make you want to do things that you never thought you'd do. Yeah. You know, like I, when I came home, I had a hat and boots, you know, and, uh, and I still wear the boots actually. I I've yeah. got actually a whole set of boots now, <laughs> oh, wow. but it is, it's something that, uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess you'd leave with a part of it, uh, you know, yeah. a part of it in, cool. in, within you. So, um, uh, I, I talked to your brother about a couple of things he, he had mentioned at the time he was working through 75 hard. Oh, is yeah. that, is that something that, that you've dived into as well or. I've not tried it. He's, um, yeah, he, he is really into Andy Priscilla. He mm -hmm. just, it, it, it speaks to him in volumes. You know, he, he doesn't know if it's confirmation bias, like this guy is saying the things that he thinks or whatever it is, but he's just, he's, he came across him recently and he's just been really um, focused on um, listening to the podcast, doing the 75 hard and it's really helping him drive forward a few things that he's doing so not just the garage built athlete stuff but in in his own work and, and personal life is really helping him um i i haven't been tempted to do it i think um a couple of reasons why you, you have to do two 45 minute workouts a day and one of them's got to be outside <clears throat> and i recently um maybe last year i i did ten thousand steps a day every day for over a year and it got to the point where I was, you know, out in the pouring rain, in the freezing cold, in waterproofs, just because I had to get in the 10,000 steps. And it was no, no, nothing that anybody had told me I needed to do. I just, I have quite an addictive personality, uh, quite obsessive personality. So, um, for example, most recently, I said to myself one day, I'm not going to have any snacks. And um, I'm maybe three months in and I've leaned out 
like uh, an incredible amount just from not not snacking and because i just said to myself that one day i oh, just don't have any snacks it's just every day now and i don't know when i'm going to stop <laughs> i don't know i don't know when i should have put like a time limit on it but i think i would, I would probably be uh, quite good at doing the 75 hard um if i wanted to do it but i'm just not in the place where actually i, I want to you know, read 10 pages of a book. I want to do the two 45 minute workouts. I want to take a progress picture every day. You know, there's, there's quite a lot to it. Um, that he's, he's sort of seeing, he's seeing the benefits from it, but he's having to start again and start again and start again, which is great because that's, that's the point. It's not to do it 75 days in a row and then, okay, well, you're done now that failing and starting again helps build the discipline and build the habits. And, you know, I think he's read, three or four books now just because of the the 75 hard you have to read 10 pages a day so that's been really good for him i'm not a big reader either i i, I like listening to podcasts and things much more than i i could pick up a book um but there's also different levels of it i think there's like i don't know what they're called but it's like extra hard and triple hard bastard versions of 75 hard and they just get ridiculous so it'll be interesting to see where he gets to with it yeah uh, over the coming months so what uh, what are the podcasts you like to listen to? Um, I well, I've started listening now to Andy Frisella. Uh, now and again, I, I tend I haven't got as much time as I did have to listen to podcasts. I used to I used to burn through podcasts and audiobooks in the commute. That was one good thing about you know having to travel you know, between uh, two and three hours a day is that you could just you just chew through podcasts. Um, Joe Rogan Experience was just a great one. To really like listening to that um and then i switched from podcast to audiobooks because i found like uh, with the podcasts it was quite factual stuff and i wanted a little bit to escape from reality a little bit in 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 the commute and just maybe um you know learn some things i listened to um quite a few books like um the chimp paradox i think matt maybe mentioned that on his mm -hmm. on his podcast as well by uh, i think it's professor steve rogers so a lot about how your mind works and there's some other ones i can't remember them now because it's been so long since i listened to one i start even started going through the game of thrones books um because i just i just found like it was just a great way to absorb information on the drive and it even if i sort of zoned out for a while i'd still be you know taking in a lot of information um I wish I could remember the name of some of these books. Uh, Sapiens, that was another one. Okay. Like about the, the, the history of humans, it, you know, all that kind of stuff I really enjoyed. But yeah, podcast for me, Joe Rogan experience was just phenomenal. Was really yeah, he, uh, what I like about with Joe Rogan is that he just has everybody and anybody that you could possibly think of on the show. Yep. You know, from every spectrum. Yeah. And whether it's a political person or uh, like one of the people that I really like and I've been listening to a lot of is Jordan Peterson. Yeah. He's had him on. He's had, I think, Jocko Willink and just yeah. just tons and tons of people from all walks of life. Yeah. Um, so it's no wonder he's he's been so successful. But uh, I mean, there's a lot of the value that he's been able to to bring just from his show alone shows you know his his reach i guess you could say so yeah and it was you know due to due to him uh due to listening to joe rogan that i would then go and find some of the books that he was 
talking about on the podcast and then I'd get that on on the audible and I'd listen to that book and then you know they'd reference some other book and then I'd go and, and listen to that and that's that I found really helped me just discovering more things you know discovering different topics that I'd be interested in different people like say Jordan Peterson and uh, I think I was, one of the other reasons I stopped listening was that the the same conversation he kept having the same conversation with with different people like he'd have his buddies on the show and it was it was the same thing it was trump it was this it was that and it was just the same thing so i thought i started to think actually well do i really want to spend another hour listening to the same conversation with a slightly different person yeah maybe do i want to go and explore some of the things that they've been talking about in a bit more detail and yeah so that's that's when i think i jumped over to the audiobooks and started to listen to some of those but he, he has some funny guys on there man so like joey diaz just actually cracks me up some of the guys that he, he rolls with so yeah cool. it, he's uh he's an interesting joe rogan's in, he's an interesting character because he can really come out of left field with a lot of different things, mm -hmm. you know, between the UFC and then talking about politics. And yeah. I mean, the, he's a smart guy. He's a mm -hmm. real smart guy. So, yeah. And he's a weapon as well, man. I don't know if you've seen him throwing yes. kicks, but Jesus. Yes. <laughs> uh, I saw his gym recently too. It's incredible. He's yeah. got it all decked out in Sornex. Um, I mean, it's just all the whole custom. And it's just, an, it's absolutely incredible. It's absolutely he's, incredible. I can't remember what his one of his taglines is when he goes for a workout. It's something like um quiet quiet and you're in a bitch or something like that. It's just when he doesn't want to do something, he then just goes and just thrashes it. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. I like that kind of attitude. It's just yeah. do, do it even though it's hard, you know. And that's that's the one thing that I love about the gym is that there's nobody else to point a finger at, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's you versus you and you've got to do what you've got to do. And it, you're holding yourself accountable. I think that's one of the greatest things about it is being yeah. able to, to put yourself through it, but know, know that, you know, can you, can you honestly tell yourself that you're a better person now than when you first started working out, mm -hmm. you know, I think um, in terms of like the accountability piece, the, Instagram is is one thing that I know Matt talked about. It's like one of the reasons why I post on there. It's like I I, I post it because I I I want to be accountable to myself and having it as a record of what I'm doing is almost like right. I'm, I'm in a rhythm. It's Monday. It's overhead press. It's Tuesday deadlift. You know, Thursday is is bench press, and I think just having that almost that that schedule helps with the discipline. And you know, <clears throat> it doesn't matter to me whether one person likes a video of me doing squats like the, the thousandth video i've put up or or a hundred people i'm putting it on there because i'm saying right i'm doing this i've done this today that's yeah. that's my evidence that i've done it and i'll you know i've got a board where i write my workouts i've got my training logs that go back however many years but i think putting it on there on instagram is really helpful because i you can then look back at it and go on oh, you know i was lifting x amount at this date and that's how it looked that's i remember how that felt i can see how hard that was whereas now i'm doing x amount of this and it feels easier or it feels harder what have i done so i really like instagram for that and i think what the the danger is that when you when you start following people that you maybe um are interested in or you admire especially in powerlifting for me anyway i will never be as strong as any of these guys or girls or 
13 year old you know children who are just out benching and squatting me <laughs> for, for, for the last three years anyway and I think that can really work both ways you either get motivated by that and you want to push and, and reach towards that or you'll just feel like you're completely inadequate and you're like oh I'll, I'll, I'll just suck compared to these guys and, and well, it makes you feel bad and I think that's a really dangerous sort of place for, for social media. Uh, I totally agree uh that makes me uh, reminds me of something that I was listening to from Jordan Peterson, actually of all of all people. Um, I would I would turn you on to his book if if you don't know about it. It's called Twelve Rules for Life. Yeah, I've heard um, of it. I've not I've not listened to it. I would uh, I'll probably I've got some credits on Audible. It's on, it's on my wish list. Yeah, that that is a I think it's a life changing book. Mm-hmm. And I've I've told some other people I think he's one of the most 100 influential people to come around in the last hundred years. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's got one of his rules is compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Not just not someone else. Yeah. And uh, that, that touches on your point that say it's the same thing with me. I'm not going to squat probably 600 pounds if at all ever again, you know, I did mm-hmm. that in college, but I'll probably, I don't know if I'll ever do that again. I'll not, you know, I won't be doing those things most likely, but that's not the point The you know, comparing yourself to others who are at different points in their life. It, that doesn't produce anything productive. Mm-hmm. Instead, you need to be asking yourself, am I a little bit better version of myself today than I was mm-hmm. yesterday? You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's it. Like, can I lift five pounds more than I did yesterday? Or, mm-hmm. Am I paying attention to my family a little bit more than I was yesterday or whatever the case may be, you know, if if you, if you can answer yes, that you're doing those things, then I think that's the most important thing because like you said, especially with social media, you know, it's so, um, it's so analytical in comparing, you know, our successes versus someone else's when how much of that, how much of that is true? You know, we don't yeah. really, we don't really know. I think that's, I, I think that's why we wanted to do it a little bit differently. Like we, we see all sorts of crazy workouts going on and people doing like, like, is it Juji, Juji Mofo? I can't remember how you say his name, whatever, <laughs> you know, he's deadlifting stuff that's on fire and backflipping everywhere, which is cool. And it's like, yeah, yeah this is cool. I hit the like on that. But you know, it's not like, it, it doesn't feel like it's genuine. Right. Like it doesn't feel like, well, that's, you know, how he got to that place was, you know, by back flipping and, and deadlifting things that are on fire. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want to see how he, how he got that strong, not the necessarily the crazy stuff that he, he can do. Um, but I also think there's, there's some, some things that come from like social media that can just um, help yourself correct a little bit. Like, um, Myself and my wife, we were watching uh, the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma. My wife is watching that right now. Oh, cool. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's a good one to watch because it, it just sort of gets you, it gets you to just take a little bit of a, an objective look at, look at how you interact with other people and how you maybe interact with the phone and things like that. Like, my wife will say to me, oh, you're always on your phone. And, you know, hands up, I, I, I am on my phone a lot. But I, I do a lot of stuff with it. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't really see it as a as an issue until someone needs to point it out to me, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'll probably just put this away for a couple of hours and spend yeah. some actual time 
talking to people and then you know that's when i start to feel bad it's like actually last time my daughter tried to get my attention you know was i on my phone was i was i doing was i fully talking to her or was i you know yeah 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 Yeah. and that's when i think well actually i could i could be better i could be better than i was yesterday because i can just cut that time out where actually this this is i'm going to dedicate it fully to the people that are in front of me and not be half in the room right absolutely and and i think it can do that as well for um for people that what we wanted to do was show people that actually like you don't you don't need um you know a, a a fantastic you know state-of-the-art facility you don't need um to have been born with fantastic genetics to be able to do stuff you can just start doing things and you will get better at them and that's what we try and show in our videos is like yeah we're matt's training in his sort of basement you know he's got mats on the floor i'm training in my garage and you can just get there like from the couch to to where we're at just by starting and that seems to to get people interested um, in in what we're doing and start to interact with us a little bit more. Yeah. But I also get people comment like, um, I had a friend of mine from high school comment on one of my posts where I, I did a bar muscle up. So for anybody that doesn't know, it's like you do a bit of a swing and a pull up onto a pull up bar and then you push out into a, a dip over the top of the bar. And he said something like, um, oh, it's absolutely amazing that you can do that considering how old you are. <laughs> and he was sort of like it was like a backhanded compliment and i was, yeah. I was like i'm like 36 i was like that doesn't feel old to me you know i don't, yeah. I don't think that's that's old i'm in the best shape of my entire life right uh, i was overweight as a kid you know i i don't think i actually um started to get into into shape until i was in like in my mid, mid-20s and even then it was you know i wasn't doing anything half of what i'm doing now um and i just thought that there's there's people out there that are my age you know in, in their 30s they've just given up well that's a that's a great example of somebody comparing themselves to you versus themselves yeah and um, the, the next time you should invite him over and see if he can do it yeah and, he, and you know and all it takes is to try you know right. I, I i didn't think i could do a one-legged squat like a pistol squat and, and then i tried it and i Oh, when I saw you do that, my knees exploded internally. <laughs> oh man! Oh my well. gosh! I, I had uh, I had surgery on my meniscus um, four years ago, so I had uh, that just had looked the... painful for me. But man, yeah. you did it well, though, and and <laughs> it was it was fun. In a way, it was fun watching the progress. Mm-hmm. That and the handstand. You know yeah, that so was the... that was cool to see. And that was through lockdown as well, like before lockdown. Uh, if I did a pistol, so one-legged squat, I'd do it to a bench like what I'm sitting on now, or to um, a tire, or to some weight plates, and then it's the progression is you just take take the the height out, so you go lower and lower and lower, um, and then I was doing it to a wall ball, which is you know like a foot and a half off the floor, and uh, the thing that pushed me to then go and do it properly was that I entered an online competition, uh, the European Championships, and in in the workouts you had to do pistols you, you couldn't do it to a, a, a war ball or a, or a target you had to do it so it was a case of well if i just need to go and try then and and that's kind of the, the way i i progress in in the crossfit movements is, is you get forced into a position where you have to try it and you might think i'm never going to be able to do it i didn't ever think i'd be able to do a one-legged squat with no assistance and i was doing sets of 30 of them on friday so 
it's mad what you could do when you just go ahead and, and, and try doing it. Yeah. Same with the handstand push-ups. you know, it's weird. You're upside down. It's bloody heavy on the shoulders. I've neglected overhead press work because I hurt um, my shoulder uh, again, another injury uh, a while ago. So I've never really done overhead stuff. And then here we go. Handstand pushups are in a competition that I've entered. So I'm going to have to train them and you know, throw yourself up there and start, start doing something. That's uh, that really helped push me to a place where actually I, I believe I can do more stuff now. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll try the stuff as well. Like, you know, I'll, I'll give that horrible workout a go. Somebody will send me something horrendous and I'm, I'll just like, well, yeah, I'll give it a go. I'll try it. Yeah. I know it's going to suck, but I'll do it anyway. Yeah. That's that. I like that. Um, as, as we kind of close up here, I got a couple more questions for you. So you kind of touched on it already, but if you had to give any advice to somebody who is, either looking to start a page or just start something new, what would you tell them? Just start and figure it out. Yeah. You'll figure it out later. I think um, me and Matt, we probably could have, should have, would have done this years ago. Um, but you know, other things just get in the way and you think, well, I'm never going to have time, but you make the time. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you want to, if you want to start doing something, don't, don't worry about, the destination just take take the first the first step towards getting there because it it's not going to happen without that first step so if it's a page you want to start then just go ahead and see if that username is free and, and, and go for it if it's you know going and training at a gym then just just go ahead and book yourself on and, and push yourself um into that position i think a lot of people are scared to put themselves out there they're yeah. maybe afraid that they um they will get you know um, ridiculed or something or mm. somebody will say something or people will think something about them and you know that's Without mainly doubt. their own head <laughs> you know people are whenever i've tried something new super encouraging and um, you know they, they'll tell you that you're awesome even though you don't think you're awesome you know that, that kind of stuff happens there's some really good people out there that will encourage and support you mm. um but in order for them to do that you need to do the thing first you know no one's gonna come along and uh, and do it for you so just 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 start. Absolutely. Totally agree. And, and that was something that I told myself that I was sitting on this idea for a while too. And just to see where it's grown, you know, could you have imagined where you guys are at when you first started? Could you have yeah. seen, could you, could you have envisioned, you know, the success that you guys have had? I mean, we, we put a post, up, I was looking at it today. We put a post up, um, I think it's something like, a year a year or so ago and and it was it's got like 11 likes and one of them was me and one of them was matt so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's 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 really cool i think we we're we're still we're still having to just chip away it, you know we often say you just just got to chip away chip away chip away yeah um we have uh, an idea of where we want things to go we've got like a a vision of what we want to do with garage built athlete and 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 the dream but um we're just taking it one step at a time and, and doing the things that we think work and having to go at the stuff that we don't know is going to work um, and having a bit of a, a gamble on some things and, and just putting ourselves out there and, and seeing what happens really. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, there's no doubt you guys are going to be so much more successful as things continue on. So you guys have a great community and you guys are doing a, a, a heck of a job, I think without a doubt. So Thanks. there's uh 
you know, especially with the shop and the website, everything that you guys got going for you, it's, it's, you know, the, the, you're starting to reap what you've sown, you know, yeah. through all of that, that the, the, the startup and the difficulty and everything else. So. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we sort of tend, we tend to work on the, the basis of it. it. It happens one person at a time. So you build an empire one person at a time. Yeah. Matt said that to me a little while ago. And, you know, we, we lose people along the way. We lost followers, you know, we maybe gain sort of 50, 60 a week from what Matt does and, and we'll lose 20, 30 in that, in that same week. But the people that stick around, that's the, the core of the community yeah. that we've got, you know, those people who, who come in and they interact and they tag us in the posts, that helps massively you know someone will will want to buy a t-shirt they'll stick they'll get the t-shirt they'll stick a post on somebody else will comment on it you know that's how it, it grows it's just that that sharing of, of the images and sharing of the information that we've got uh, that really helps to to spread it and, and grow it so that's why we're we're genuinely um excited when somebody contacts us and say oh kind of get a t-shirt you know when we get a tag on a post it's like oh awesome someone someone's tagged us in a post this is mad it still blows my mind that there's the the flags are just in people's homes all around the world and i just think that is absolutely nuts because i i designed that like yeah. sat on my sofa over there <laughs> in the other room <laughs> i was like oh man i'm trying to trying to figure out how to do like inkscape designs and things and i'm terrible on computers and i sort of put it together and i was like yeah that's pretty cool and then people people dig it they're putting it up in their house i'm like yeah. oh, shit yeah that's awesome so yeah you know there's um we have so many people in in the usa so many people they really um it tends to be more people from the usa that, that tend to follow and and get in touch with us. I That's think not just, surprising. They just it's, love that. It's that, big over here, man. Well. When I when I first started getting into that, I had no idea the community of it. It's incredible, yeah. just yeah. incredible. And you know, they're they're absolutely awesome. You know, I um, I, I send out with the with the with every order. I'll, 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 now I'm sticking a little sticker in there, which is the the logo. Um, I always write a, a note to everybody to say thanks for the order and, and sort of wish them well and hope they're hope they're doing good and hope the flag brings them some pvs and 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 people really respond to that i think um a lot of companies if you when you when you get a parcel i ordered some coffee beans the other day and i, I got a little parcel and they'd put a handwritten note in it and i was like oh i'm just trying to copy my style but people really <laughs> like that you know i he, it said yeah. it said you know um welcome welcome and thanks for your first order you know hope you're having a great weekend because he knew it was going to get there on the friday so you know, it's just stuff like that just makes a difference. It, it, it does. It really does. Um, it makes people feel special. And that's yeah. what we, we want to do. We want to make people feel good when they have uh, an interaction with yeah. us. We want, we want when they tag us, um, we will look at that post. We will read that post. We will like it. We will comment on it. You know, whatever it is, however many there are, we will we'll look at them. Um, and that's what I think is, is really starting to, to grow now. Uh, I did a little story post. You mentioned I was sort of all over the stories. I do it. Uh, we take turns on the stories. Matt's on it now. He's packing up his garage um, in in Spain at the minute. But, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. He sent me. Um, he, he sent me a screenshot to say, um, "Oh, we've got over a thousand posts, uh, and now I've got hashtag Garage Built Athlete." And I said, "Yeah, well, probably five hundred of those are me." <laughs> <laughs> but there's still another five hundred people out there that have yeah. taken the time to hashtag carriage built athlete yeah. on their post, which is just crazy. This is absolutely crazy. And, um, you know, we, we want to keep going. 
thinking about doing a little giveaway soon again because people always like a little giveaway and that just helps to get the word out and, and spread it even further as well absolutely yeah that that'll help it's always fun everybody loves free stuff yeah. one of the do, yeah one of the best lines uh at least with with americans um the uh, the two best marketing words in america are free and all you can eat and yeah so anytime you can include those two words together even if it's one of them people will jump on board yeah so. jump on it yeah yeah but yeah it's um it does uh i think one thing that we've really struggled with figuring out and it, it tends to come and go is the the exposure on the hashtags as well on instagram we, we we tend to find some some of our posts really get a really good amount of reach and we'll tend to go out to more people and we try and try and do that every time because we we need um we need the posts to to reach further than they do so we can find the people that are interested in in like the garage gym community mm -hmm. <clears throat> but quite a few of them i think they're just they just sort of cling into our community that we've already got they don't tend to to break free as much as we'd like so right if there's any social media experts out there that want to want to help us out that'd be, <laughs> that'd yes, be if, if, we, we just started doing it we don't know what we're doing <laughs> yeah any of the dozen listeners that's listening out there if, uh, yeah. you, you never know man. drop will a line yeah to help them touch. out yeah, but awesome. yeah that's it yeah it's just one of those i've had the same experiences so it's yeah. i don't know sometimes there's some lucky breaks other times it's not and but I think like like what you guys have done, consistency, man, that's that's the king. Consistency yeah. and persistency. Yeah. And, yeah. And we, we we tend to want to post something that will get people thinking a little bit. So um we like like the little motivational stuff and, and we do micro blogs as well. So something with a story behind it. I try and do something that's a little bit fun every now and again. Um, get people interacting as well so it's a real nice blend we, i really like the look of when you go to the the page now the instagram page just how the the page lands and it, it hits you it's got quite a nice look at the minute so we're trying to keep that consistent and and, and that's obviously how you build the brand up is that yeah. people they know what they get every time they go there they'll get the same sort of yeah. experience that they can rely on so that's where we're going with it but yeah consistency we're, we're trying to post every day and make it like a good post not just fluff yeah, absolutely good yeah as well. so as uh as we kind of close up shop here i got two two more questions for you that i always ask at the end yeah. so g give me your first first thing that comes to mind either first word or first phrase when you hear strength what's that mean to you um i think i've sort of mentioned it earlier on i think strength is doing the stuff that you don't want to do and just going ahead and doing it anyway you know it's going to suck you know it's hard um and if you can do it with a smile on your face if you can make it look easy <laughs> then that i think that's that strength yeah. yeah that's good i like that now leadership how about that uh leadership i i suppose leadership would be bringing the best out of people um, like that and taking no credit for it that's good that reminds me of something uh simon sinek uh yeah. if you've ever heard of him mm -hmm. um one of the things that I, I like his definition of leadership more or less is looking out after the person to the right of you and to the left of you yeah and, and i thought that like that's a really good 
wholesome quality definition yeah, of it is cool. when when you were doing that in combination of not worrying about who gets the credit you're going places and cool. and that's something that i've been trying to to put forth in like my own page too um and that's why one reason like because part of my mantra is strength and leadership which is why i post at least twice a day yeah. so in the morning it's always it's not so much about like the way I post in the morning, it's not so much the, um, the program that I'm doing. It's more about trying to show other ways to, to get a workout in mm -hmm. or for inspiration and motivation, because like you said, it's part of it is tracking. Yeah. Right. And I've had people comment and say like, damn, you do this every day. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I train six days. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's become a, for them telling me that I motivate them, they're in turn motivating me to yeah. continue doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I like doing those in the morning and in the afternoons, I come out with a, a leadership post and I always do it. Some, it's some quote that, that I, I just yeah. like, and yeah, it's been, it's been good, you know, trying to, you just don't know who you're going to impact at any given that's moment. It. That's it. And I think, you know, that's, that's part of the deal, isn't it? You, you put it out there. And if you just expect, if you expect nothing back, then you'll never be disappointed. I agree. Yeah. You, you could, you could be helping somebody in a way that you just, you'll never realize and you'll never know about it. Um, which, you know, you'll probably, if you did know about it, you'd probably get too big for your own boots. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think that, that consistency and, you know, we don't think, we don't think we're doing anything particularly amazing here, but we've had people, say you guys are amazing that's <laughs> just oh yeah fantastic you know they, they say you say oh the stuff you're doing is so awesome and it's just stuff that we do which is yeah. one of the reasons why we wanted to, to yeah. start the page is just to show people well you can do it too it's, yeah it's, and that's what makes it authentic and that's what makes it fun yeah um yeah so before we close mm -hmm. here's your chance to uh your shameless plug self your self-promotion man where to the uh 12 or 13 we'll say a baker's <laughs> we'll say a baker's dozen so baker's dozen, a baker's dozen of, of people who are listening um where do they go to find you yeah so the i mean the the main hub of everything is is instagram so at garage built athlete or one word we're also on facebook as uh, garage built athlete too and we've got www.garagebuiltathlete.com um so the if you want some merch which we do if in case you haven't noticed then uh, you can just drop us a dm on instagram uh, we do have some levels of stock available on the website but it's, it's really low we tend to build everything to order so if you want something we'll build it for you uh, it's all custom built you can have whatever color whatever uh, material you like it's uh, it's really fun because the only way we tend to do new products is when people just message me and go oh can you do like a, a stretchy short and i'm like oh i reckon so <laughs> so uh, so yeah just get in touch the drops of dm we don't bite we're quite happy to chat to you if you don't want to chat you can head to the website and just buy something straight off there that's cool great i'm gonna be getting a shirt soon too so yeah expect, expect one from me soon awesome awesome so, yeah be good. all right buddy well uh you get some sleep man i know it's late over there oh yeah well it's yeah 20 past 10 now so uh, i'll probably be heading up soon yeah well, I can. Hear, I, I think I can hear your your crew. Like it's yes, up. it's it's uh, 
20 after five here. So it's dinner time. I got, Oh some, yeah. People are getting hungry now. Yeah. We're, we're getting a little rambunctious. So it's probably a, a good, good time to log off here. Awesome. So, well, Hey, Will, man, I appreciate the time. Thanks a bunch, buddy. Yeah. It's been great. Thanks for having me on. All right. We'll be talking soon. Cheers.